Good morning, everybody. We've got a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up two and a half cents at 5.54. January soybeans up three quarters of a cent at 11.89 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up four and three quarters at 7.72 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat is up two cents at 7.82 and three quarters. December spring wheat is up seven and a quarter at 10.16. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, leave me a rating or a review. If you have not already, would really appreciate that on the Apple Podcast app in particular. If you have anything to say, good, bad, ugly, love to hear it. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We're well over 3,000 subscribers. My goal is to get to 5,000. So if you're watching these videos, you like the content, hit that subscribe button, like these videos. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. For $49.99 a month, I send out a ton of information to my subscribers, um, my morning email, text message service, subscriber only videos, full grain marketing plan. I tell you exactly when I'm advising corn, soybean, and wheat sales broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage. It's very specific. This is a monthly subscription. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. There is no other fee. There is no other obligation. I will not try to sell you anything else. Uh, check this deal out. The soybean market on a continuation basis traded its lowest level since December of last year uh, this week. So this has been kind of an ugly deal. Uh, the November contract, the nearby contract, which goes off the board here at the end of the week is is still what's uh, being tracked on a continuation basis here. But yeah, lowest trade since December of 2020 for a spot month soybean contract this week. And there are a number of factors at play here. Uh, the first one I think is the lack of export demand, which I've discussed extensively. The second one revolves around the prospect for a larger U.S. crop. Um, so you've just got a balance sheet in regard to the United States and, and also in regard to the world that uh, appears to be getting a little bit looser, uh, certainly not as as tight as what we thought it could have been You know, several months ago. Um, there are a lot of factors that contributed or have contributed and continue to contribute to, contribute to the weak export program. So you've got a lot of bad stuff going on in the beans, and I'm going to talk about uh, some more of that here specifically in a second. We do have a... Uh, crop report today. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report uh, from USDA. It will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. In general, the trade expects USDA to slightly increase their corn and soybean yield estimates for this year's U.S. crop. The average trade guess for the U.S. corn yield is 176.9, which would be up from 176.5 last month. Soybean yield expected to come in at 51.9 versus 51.5 last month. In regard to carryouts for the United States, uh, corn number expected to come in at 1.48 billion bushels, which would actually be down from 1.5 billion last month. We should see an increase in the soybean uh, carryout estimate, and this is the United States carryout estimate, and this is an estimate for, of course, what will be left over on August 31st of next year. 362 million bushels is the average trade guess. 320 was last month. Um, I fully believe that the market's trading every bit of 362, probably something north of 400, honestly, uh, again, because of those export woes and because of the, of the idea that maybe the crop is a little bit bigger than what they had uh, reported previously. But, um, you know, with these reports, it's always tricky. Does USDA come out and, and slash the export projection big time in one report? Uh, do they kick the can down the road because it's earlier in the marketing year? Do they make a small revision lower to the exports? I think they've got to do 
something, but um, uh, we'll see. That's the trick with these reports. It's it's figuring out what's priced in, uh, what's not, what does the market believe. It's this is uh, not a science by any means. Um, in the wheat, we should not see much change in regard to the U.S. carryout estimate. So that report will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time today. Be prepared for a little bit of volatility uh, around that time. Soybean planting in Brazil continues to move quickly. The crop is 67% planted through last Thursday, according to private group AgRural. That compares with 56% the same week last year, so they are uh, looking good here in terms of the planting pace. Country's first corn crop, 75% planted in the center-south states versus 68 last year, so ahead of schedule there as well. In general, in Brazil, crops are off to a very good start. They've had rains over the last couple of months. Uh, moisture deficits have disappeared pretty quickly. Most traders and analysts, I believe, would agree that the potential for record corn and soybean crops out of Brazil remains very much intact. Of course, it's very early, but that potential is there. Soybean shipments or inspections uh, out of the U.S. were pretty good last week, 2.647 million metric tons inspected for export. That was up about 1.5 percentage points on the week, still down 7.2% versus the same week last year. Total inspections for the marketing year uh, in total are down 30% versus the same period last year, and this goes back to the uh, export woes that I've discussed. A lot of that has to do with delays as a result of Hurricane Ida. They had a big impact on shipments out of the Gulf in um, October in particular. China continues to import soybeans from Brazil as well as the United States. So again, uh, you should see at some point in time a lower export projection in regard to soybeans from USDA. Corn and wheat shipments are also lagging last year's pace. Corn shipments for the marketing year are down 20% versus the same period last year. Wheat shipments are down 15%. Again, a lot of this goes back to those hurricane-related delays. U.S. corn crop is 84% harvested versus 74 last week, ahead of the 78% average. Uh, several states are more than 90% done with corn harvest. Those states include Illinois, Missouri, Minnesota, Kansas, Tennessee, Texas, and North Carolina. Um, states that are 80% complete or better, Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota, Colorado, Nebraska, Kentucky. Uh, you've got some areas in the east in particular that have been slower, uh, I think mainly because of, of wet conditions. Uh, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania are anywhere from 62 to 72% done with corn harvest, so slower activity in those states that have been wet. U.S. soybean crop is 87% harvested versus 79 last week, uh, slightly below the 88% average. States that are more than 90% done with beans include North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Louisiana. I think I said Minnesota twice. Uh, slower, slower progress in regard to soybean harvest being seen out east again. Uh, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, North Carolina, and Michigan all a little bit slower. U.S. winter wheat crop is 91% planted versus 87 last week and 91 on average. Most of your HRW crop is done. Kansas is 95% done. Texas and Oklahoma, 84 and 88% complete respectively. Uh, South Dakota and Nebraska are done. SRW, SRW areas in the Midwest lagging a little bit. Um, they've had wet conditions in places like Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. Uh, PNW areas, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, 94% done or better. The crop is 94, or I'm sorry, 74% emerged nationally for winter wheat versus 67 last week, 77 on average, so slightly below uh, the long-term average in terms of emergence. Uh, the crop is rated 45% good to excellent nationally in winter wheat. Uh, that's unchanged on the week, but below the 53% average, so not necessarily uh, a really strong crop rating to start off the year. It's very early. Early though. 
The S&P 500 has posted record high closes for eight consecutive days. This is the longest daily winning streak since 2017. The Dow and the NASDAQ were also um, into fresh uh, high territory yesterday. Quarterly earnings from a lot of big companies have been strong. Some now believe that this new COVID pill from Pfizer is a good sign for the economy. Uh, also, Congress, of course, passed that trillion-dollar infrastructure bill earlier this week, which is seen as being a positive sign. So the stock market is just uh, very, very strong here. Remember, Friday is last trading day for November soybean futures. Make sure you take a look there. Cattle market was mixed to higher, I guess, yesterday. Uh, the cash cattle trade was better last week. The box beef market was mixed yesterday. We'll see what developed there today. In the outside markets, the U.S dollar is about flat, but has been pretty strong. The S&P is down about a point. The Dow's down 50. Uh, bonds are up. Precious metals off just a little bit. Crude oil up 36 cents at 82.29 in the December WTI. Bitcoin traded fresh all-time highs uh, yesterday afternoon and into this morning. Everybody have a great day. Remember, report at 11. Uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.